are listening to the movie Clubhouse podcast. Tune in multiple times a week for brand new reviews. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another new episode of the movie Clubhouse podcast. Today, we are getting to review a movie that has been a long time on our review list. It has been sitting there for a while, and we apologize for not getting to review it earlier. But we have finally got the chance to watch it just one day ago, and we are now getting a review ready for you. It is nothing less than The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So without further ado, let's get straight into our brand new Well, well, well. As we said, we have just gotten to watch The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And pardon us for saying this title so many times in this review, it will be a bit repetitive. But we can't really do anything about the long title, because it's a really long title, if you haven't noticed already. But it works as a great title. The title works, really. So, what about this film? Overall, we think it was darn great. It's a really complex and concise film. If we were going to start to throw up some notes about the film that we didn't like about it and that we really enjoyed, was the ending. The ending could have been a tiny part bit better. Just because there was some unanswered questions left in the end, that is always how it's done in most movies, but there were some questions I feel like I would like to have answered before this film ended. One thing that we really enjoyed about this movie was the great performances. Most characters in this film, for example Tom Bliss's character, Cornelius Snow, and Rachel Segler's character, Lucy Gray Baird, they did some great performances. They really had some expressive acting, and their characters were really dynamic, and they felt real enough on the big screen, basically. When it comes to the writing and dialogue of the film, we also need to say that it was great. We think we noticed no nothing wrong with it. There were some powerful speeches delivered throughout the film that were really fun to see. We noticed no nothing that looked wrong or so- nothing that sounded wrong or sounded awkward. We think that this, this writing and dialogue worked really great, so we need to give praise to the screenwriters of this movie. Another new note that we need to say about the film, which we didn't really like or that was annoying us a bit, was that the Hunger Games arena was a bit boring this time around. In the original Hunger Games movies, the arena was a bit more technical or a little more advanced. This time around, it was more like a house built by stone bricks, basically. So it felt a little bit boring this time around. But they still used the available space to a great extent, And for what the arena was, I think they they used it well. The film is overall divided into three parts, which is something called, which is called something like the mentor, the prize, and the guard. Part one, part two, and part three for this one movie. And I think this, each part were different enough. So they felt refreshing, but they still made for a complete story. I think that delivering, I don't usually like when a movie is 
just about saying that this is a part one, part two, and part three, and they are writing on the on the screen. But I think it worked this time around. Actually, I think the, this film also had some great pacing. It hit the right beats at the right times in terms of the story. So nothing wrong over there, or nothing wrong with that, basically. One thing regarding the characters that I need to say is that I would like to have seen more of the character that is Casca Highbottom, as well as the character that is Tigris. Those characters I would like to have seen more of, get more screen time, but sadly enough, they didn't get that much screen time. Tigris is played by Hunter Schaffer, uh, by the way, who you may know from Euphoria. So it was really fun seeing her in a different role. And Casca Highbottom is played by, I think it is a Jason Swatchman, this guy from Game of Thrones. I don't know, I will, we will get to that later. But Tom Blyth and Rachel Segler, their characters were some of the best part of the film that was that I'm sure of. They really gave some strong performances and they had great character dynamics. The story centers a lot around this aspect of forbidden love between these two characters. And I think that is pretty clear throughout the film. That forbidden love is a big element of the movie. And it is a story that is interesting enough. Love stories can sometimes feel repetitive. But I think this time around, when it comes to forbidden love, the story felt non-repetitive. Which is great. And in terms of the word great, there were also some great VFX in this film. We can't say that they were fabulous, but we've noticed nothing wrong really with the VFX, both practical VFX or computer animated CGI, basically. So we noticed nothing wrong with that. The VFX would win no awards probably, but it was still great enough that the eye wouldn't notice that it was computer made or made to, or something that was fake made to look real, basically. When it comes to the Hunger Games themselves, I have some notes about those or this game that game as well basically i think the killing this time around that some of the characters had to do on each other basically because they are fighting for survival the killing was brutal at times more brutal than i expected this movie to go so when some characters used different weapons and did some really horrible things to other characters i didn't expect this movie to go that far I know the original Hunger Games are also pretty brutal, but I didn't expect this movie to go this far in terms of killing and murder, basically. Another thing about the film that I really want to praise is the really great songs of the film. I think Olivia Rodrigo is doing end credits theme or song for the film. That one was great. But I also think that the Hanging Tree variation or adaptation that Rachel Segler performs is a really great hit. I really love that song. And it plays a couple times in the film. And when talking about the end credits of the movie, I think they worked, but they felt a little bit boring when they started to roll. There were no cool art or anything like that uh, for this time around, which felt a little bit boring. But that is mostly made up for for the other parts of the film. Because The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snake is a really dramatic movie throughout. All these three parts have a lot of tension and drama to them. And this dramatic aspect of the film, it works really well. The Hunger Games TBOSAS, as the shortened version is, is a great prequel to the original Hunger Games films. And I think I haven't seen all the original Hunger Games movies. I have seen the first two, I think, but not the latest two that came out some years ago. 
But I think this still works as a great prequel, especially for the character of Cornelius Snow, basically. I think there was a lot of emotions shown to a great extent in this film. I think all the characters showed a lot of emotion. It was, it was an emotional movie, basically. And I love emotional films. They are often the most exceptional works of art. And talking about art, this film is also directed by Francis Lawrence, written by Michael Leslie and Michael Arid. Arid. And it's based on the book by Suzanne Collins, as you may have heard about earlier. Her books are pretty famous by now. When it comes to the casting, I would say that Rachel Segler is played, or is not played, but plays Lucy Greybird. Viola Davis is also in this film, and she plays Dr. Volumnia Gaul. Tom Blith plays Coriolanus Snow. It's not Coriol, it's Coriol, Coriolanus Snow, is it? Young Tigris, or not Young Tigris, but original Tigris is played by Hunter Schaffer. Max Raphael is playing Festus Creed. And there are some other characters as well. Fionula Flanagan plays the grandmother to Coriolanus Snow, for example. That is basically the main characters. There are a lot of other characters in this film. But I would say that these are the main ones that are most important for this review, at least. If you are going to do a deep dive into the movie, then we would, of course, count up all characters that are integral to the story. I would say also that Coriolanus Snow seemed like a great guy at the beginning of this film. He seemed like really kind and really nice towards everyone. and But that shifted a lot towards the second part of the film. Or not second, or uh, the second half of the film, the later part of it. Then you weren't that sure if he was such a great guy anymore. And that was really interesting to see. Because then you could see how he turned out to be in the original Hunger Games films. When Cornelius Snow is a lot older. And what his motives were then. And how it transitioned from this Cornelius Snow to the a lot older Cornelius Snow, basically. And I also felt that the Hunger Games themselves in this movie weren't that important. They felt less centric than the previous Hunger Games movies. So this movie was more drama this time around and more character-centric compared to the original Hunger Games films. I think they also focus a lot of ca- on characters and drama. But this time around, I think the Hunger Games was only a part of the film, a part of a larger story that revolved more around the character of Coriolanus Snow and more around this Forbidden love between Rachel Segler's character and Cornelius Snow, basically. Uh, one funny thing that we need to notice or we need to bring up also is that the word Lu- or the words Lucy Grade Baird was said a lot throughout the film. We mean a lot. I don't know why they just couldn't call her Lucy Gray or Lucy, but they need to say her whole name a couple of times too much, basically. And it's just something funny that we noticed. Uh, moving forward, when it comes to the theme and message of this film, we think it has a lot to do with forbidden love, basically. This is a lot of the movies, basically. This is a lot of what the movie has to do with, forbidden love. I will also quote something that Cornelius Snow said towards the end of the film. Something like, the whole world is an arena. And that who people truly are, that we get to know something like that along those lines. I don't know if he said that later part, but I think he did something along those lines. And The Hunger Games is basically a fight for survival. So we always or oftentimes get to see the true self of people when we are put in situations like The Hunger Games. 
And basically that the whole world is an arena could mean something like something to have to do with all the districts and that people is not always who they are. And it's, it's getting a bit complicated, but to know who people truly are or to see who people truly are, I think it has something to do with that. And when coming towards the whole movie again, looking at it as a whole picture, I think the film was a bit too long. It was just maybe five or ten minutes too long. It was a little bit... That was noticeable towards the end of the film. But overall, I think the time went by pretty fast for those three hours or almost three hours that the film played. This is a really character-driven movie, as I said earlier. There are some really great and dynamic characters, so this being a character-driven film really works. But I also felt like we could have gotten to know the contestants of the film a bit more. I feel like in the original Hunger Games movies, then we got to know the contestants more before they were thrown into the arena. This time around, they were more directly thrown into the arena, basically, without much of an introduction. I felt that could be a note to the directors and writers of the film also. And as I said, the singing and the music of this film is really good. It is a lot of singing that is done by Rachel Segler's character. She is basically the songbird of the film. That part also works really well, her being a song songbird part of the film, because she has a beautiful voice and there are some great songs in this film. And the songs also play a big part of the story, I would say. And I think most characters deliver a performance that is really expressive. There is a lot of expressiveness in this film. And I think that is one of the better parts of the movie. Giving expressive performances, that is something I absolutely love. Another con of the film is basically what happened towards the ending. I felt like the characters, for example, of Lucy Gray was a little bit... I don't know what happened to her towards the ending. I felt like those questions could have been answered in this movie alone. They may be answered in the book, but I haven't read the book, this The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes book. So I don't really know about that. Uh, When talking about the Hunger Games themselves also, I need to add that they used drones, both in the original Hunger Games films and this prequel, to send in like supplies for the contestants. But this time around, in the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, they only used really bad drones, to say at least, to send in water. I felt like they could have sent in something else also that would made for a more interesting experience in the arena for the contestants, basically. That is one note that I also have. And there were some fun easter eggs in this film also towards the middle, second half, third half, third act maybe. I don't know if you noticed them, there were some name drops, or not name drops, but some words that were used. Did you notice them? If you didn't, please reach out to us at any of our socials and we will explain them to you. I feel like all the characters in this film were interesting, but that some characters, for example, the other mentor, Jon Snow is a... Not Jon Snow, this is not Game of Thrones. Not Jon Snow, Cornelius Snow. Ha- have I said Jon Snow previously? I hope not. God, I hope I've not, not said Jon Snow. Coriolanus Snow is one of the mentors in these Hunger Games, this year's Hunger Games in this movie, basically. There are some other mentors that are classmates with Snow also, but I felt like those characters could have gotten a bit more screen time, or not screen time, but more, they could have gotten a bit more interesting. They felt a little bit dull at times, basically. And I would also like to have seen how it looked outside of Panem. The region in the Hung Games world is basically called Panem, I think. And then there are these districts in Panem. 
or is it the capital called Panem? I think the continent is called Panem, all the world, or the continental land, basically. I would like to have seen how it looked outside of Panem. That would have been really interesting. And as I said, they may be describing that in the books, but I have not read any of the Hunger Games books yet, at least. So I don't know about that. And as I said, when throwing stuff into the arena, they do that a lot in the original Hunger Games films. But I felt like they could have thrown in some more stuff in the arena this time around. Or as much as they did in the original Hunger Games movies, at least. Because this time around, it was more like character character dynamic and character driven battles and less weapons basically and i saw in one scene that there were some unnatural creatures in a lab that they visited in this capital city uh, where the hunger games is taking place i felt like if they threw some of those creatures inside the arena it would have made for a really interesting experience basically but that may have been not possible also and it could have been a little bit weird perhaps weird perhaps Overall, I think this movie is pretty realistic comparing it to the original Hunger Games films, Mockingjay and etc. I think this is a more realistic version. That is both great and bad. As I said, the arena is not as fun as it was previously in previous movies. But this movie also felt more realistic this time around. But there was also a lot of smiles and happiness in this film. It wasn't all harsh killing and sad moments. There were some really happy moments that was great to see on the big screen. But there were also, of course, dramatic moments. And it were more dramatic moments than happy moments, I would say, in this film. But I, I enjoyed it quite well still. It had a lot, a little bit of everything sprinkled in. So it was great. My favorite part of this film was probably the characters, or some of the characters. And the story. I think the story worked really well, divided into these three parts. My least favorite part was probably the, the arena, or how it wasn't that advanced. Certain dual characters, and the time constraint. When I write the time constraint in the, my script, I don't really know what I am talking about now. The time constraint is the movie was a little bit too long, but when talking about time constraint, that maybe I would would have liked a sequel film, maybe a sequel to the prequel would have been nice, maybe. But we'll see uh, further down the line if that would happen. There were no real heartbreaking moments in this film. I feel like there were more heartbreaking moments in the original Hunger Games films uh, compared to this one, and that was also a con of the movie that I have to bring up. No really heartbreaking moments, but. The start of the Hunger Games, the Battle of Songbirds and Snakes, was also pretty interesting. I think the opening of the movie was great. It had a lot to do with this reaping ceremony when they choose the persons from each district to compete in the Hunger Games. I don't know if the opening was the best as it could have been. It focused also a lot, or now I'm just talking, talking shit. This is not about the reaping ceremony. The opening is with young Tigris and John Cornelius Snow. And that was interesting. I don't know how the opening really played into the overall story, but their younger selves had a small scene at the beginning, which were really interesting to see. Uh, I don't know really how it played out towards the larger part, but it was still a fun scene, basically. And it feels like a much different Cornelius Snow that we see in this movie compared to the other Hunger Games films. But due to a lack of knowledge about this universe, I cannot really compare them enough to say anything about it. 
But I felt like there was a lot Snow was different in the beginning of this film compared to how he is when he is older. But you all see his motives change towards the end, so it makes up for that a little bit. So overall, I enjoyed this film. I really enjoyed it. I would probably rate it at something like 4 out of 5 or 4 and 0.5 out of 5 stars maybe, something like that. The pros being the characters and the story, the cons being the arena and some dull, car- some dull characters, and also, as I said, the time constraint. But I don't really know what I've been talking about when I say the time constraint. But the cons are mainly the arena and certain dual characters. So that is basically our concisive review for the Hunger Games TBOS. A.S. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Now, we do encourage you to go watch this film if you haven't already, because it's an interesting one. And we would love to discuss with you more surrounding this film, how you experienced it, what you loved about it, what you didn't like on our socials. You can reach us at X, previously Twitter. You can reach us on YouTube. But you can also write to us on our mail that is in these show notes down below. So we are a little bit everywhere. So you can reach us at the Movie Clubhouse starting now, basically almost everywhere. So we will be happy to hear from you. And we also need to remind you to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of our newer episodes because there are coming episodes out multiple times a week by now and you don't want to miss any new drop because we may have a really interesting review outlined for you. Also, if you want to, you can kindly leave a review on this podcast. It helps us tremendously. We really mean it. So if you feel like it, you can drop a review also. But it's fine if you don't want to. We just encourage everyone that may want to do it. So that is basically our review for today. I have been your host truly, Eddie, for the movie Clubhouse. Until we see you guys the next time, have a great time watching. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.